Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're talking about a shocking act of vigilante violence committed in Stophorst a remote Dutch town where some traditions lasted way longer than they should have. The day was November 11th, 1961. In the rural Dutch village of Stophorst, residents publicly shamed a cheating couple by driving them through the streets in the back of a dung wagon. That act of mob justice was an example of Volksgericht, or People's Court, a common form of punishment for the violation of social norms during the Middle Ages. In some isolated villages of the Netherlands, such as Stophorst, the custom persisted well into the 20th century. Most modern cases of Volksgericht were not widely known due to the insulated nature of the communities in which they occurred. The 1961 incident was different in that regard as word of it somehow leaked out to regional newspapers and was then reported around the world. The culture in the Netherlands is pretty progressive these days. The country's social welfare and healthcare systems are among the highest rated in the world, and most of its citizens have a fairly relaxed attitude toward common societal hang-ups like sexuality and drug use. 
But even today, if you venture into some of the rural farming villages spread across the Middle Netherlands, you'll find communities with much more conservative views. Most of them lie within what's known as the Dutch Bible Belt, a narrow area that stretches from the south of the country to Lake Eisel in the north. Today, it's home to roughly half a million devout Calvinist Christians, the highest concentration of that denomination in the entire country. For them, piety remains the top priority, with many still adhering to strict religious principles that have barely changed since the 1500s. That sense of constancy is perhaps best reflected in the town of Stophorst. Located less than 100 miles northeast of Amsterdam, the farming community has long been known for its staunchly traditional way of life. In that sense, the people of Stophorst are similar to the Amish communities found in North America. For example, in the past, and still today in some cases, residents rejected modern conveniences like television and radio, as well as any services they viewed as interference with divine fate. That included things like insurance, unemployment benefits, and medicine, including vaccines. Additionally, many of Stophorst's 17,000 or so residents still wear traditional peasant clothes, which for women means long skirts, flower-patterned blouses, and caps. That's especially true on Sundays, when most of the town's inhabitants walk to church en masse. In fact, Stophorst still has one of the highest church attendance rates in all of the Netherlands. But as out of step with the rest of the country as Stophorst seems today, it was even more so in 1961. At the time, it was home to only about 3,000 people, a tight-knit group of Orthodox Calvinists representing an especially strict splinter of the Dutch Reformed Church. In such a small, isolated community, the social and religious norms of the village were largely maintained through the spread of gossip. Residents would stay in line to avoid becoming the talk of the town, and if word of their impropriety did slip out, the embarrassment would spur them to correct their offense. But in cases where verbal shaming didn't do the trick, the community took a more hands-on approach. In 1961, that extreme course of action was deemed necessary to curb an ongoing act of adultery within the town. The couple in question had been cheating on their respective spouses for several years. Neither had been well-respected to begin with, but as rumors of their relationship began to spread, their reputations fell even further. As early as 1959, villagers had begun to whisper about a possible Volksgericht, a kind of extrajudicial intervention meant to shame and intimidate the couple into ending their affair. The matter was tabled, though, for the next two years in favor of trying plain old social pressure first. The couple was undeterred, however, and when the woman's husband began to publicly accuse his wife of unfaithfulness in 1961, more drastic action was deemed appropriate. To be clear, a Volksgericht was not a legally sanctioned punishment, nor was it a personal dispute between the individuals involved. Instead, it was a form of vigilante justice, voted on and carried out by unmarried men between the ages of 15 and 30. The other adults in the village, including church elders, were made aware of their decisions but did not take part in the actual planning in order to reduce the risk of police discovering their scheme. In that way, a Volksgericht was very much a community affair, 
and the only residents kept completely in the dark about it were its targets. On the night of November 10th, roughly 100 members of the village committee set out to capture the two adulterers. According to an account published in the Brandon Sun later that month, the 48-year-old woman was dragged from her bed in her nightgown, while her 45-year-old lover was, quote, run to earth at a tavern in a nearby town. At midnight, the captive couple was loaded into a wagon, a dung cart by most accounts, and driven around the village to be jeered and laughed at by their morally outraged neighbors. More than a thousand townspeople came out to witness the humiliating procession. Most of the lights in town had been left on to give spectators a better look, and bundles of car headlights had been set up to act as makeshift floodlights. According to a 1971 article in the New York Times, some villagers threw mud and spat on the couple as they passed by. Most, however, were content to just stand by and taunt them. It took about two and a half hours for the wagon to make its way through the entire village and back, a distance of about five miles total. The trip had taken slightly longer than anticipated due to a last-minute change to the route. Just before they set out that early morning, two deacons of the church suggested they pass through the center of the village to make sure that another resident suspected of adultery would see the wagon, as a warning. Finally, at 2.30 a.m. on November 11th, the wagon arrived back where it started, and the mortified couple was told to promise they would never see each other again. They refused at first, and insisted they weren't even in a relationship. However, after the villagers threatened to dunk them in the nearby canal, another popular form of punishment, both parties agreed to end the affair and were released. No one in Stophorst called the police that night, and no one registered a complaint afterward. The victims were reportedly warned against doing so. By all accounts, the terrorized couple really did split for good, and while cases of mob justice remained rare in Stophorst, similar actions were reportedly taken in cases of suspected adultery in 1966 and 1967. In the decades since then, public judgments became less and less severe in Stophorst and in other rural Dutch communities. That's likely because the incidents had begun to draw national and even international attention, but shifting social views certainly played a part as well. The outside world slowly crept its way into Stophorst during the latter half of the 20th century and into the 21st. Much to the dismay of its most traditional residents, many in the town have now adopted a somewhat more liberal view of technology, and the town as a whole is far more welcoming to outside visitors than it used to be. Many of the families in Stophorst can trace their roots all the way back to the town's founding, but luckily for everyone, they no longer preserve all of their ancestors' traditions. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks as always to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again soon for another day in history class.
NFLshop.com is your one-stop shop for officially licensed NFL gear to rep your favorite team. Check out the latest arrivals of jerseys, t-shirts, and much more. You'll find everything you need for a winning season with the best selection of NFL gear you'll find anywhere. Assemble your fan uniform for cheering on your team everywhere from the stadium to your couch. Shop an unbeatable selection of gear to showcase your team pride and style. To shop now, go to NFLshop.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is.